to your favorite podcast, Death Star D, with your hosts, Adam Olson, Jarris Hobbs, and Trevor Wynn. Is this thing on? Is this on? Is this on? Are we live? Mic check. <laughs> Toast. Toast. <laughs> I think we're good. Um, so I just uh, I grabbed Jarris and uh, we just decided to do a, an episode of Death Star D. In the comedy world, they call this impromptu. <laughs> Im- improv. improv. <laughs> we're behind the brick wall. I got a gun. <laughs> It's not acting, it's reacting. Right. Yeah. You know, sad, um, sad, a little sad news today. Trevor's not with us. Trevor's not with us. It's just the Death Star 2 today. Yeah. But I don't feel too bad for Trevor, because Trevor is living the life of a Bahamian king. He's at Atlantis. Um, that place looks crazy, though. Like, doesn't it seem like you should be getting all sorts of diseases there? Like, there's a lot of people on that island. Is it an island? The Bahamas is a lot of islands. Well, no, I mean, this, like, where Atlantis is, that resort, is it on its own, like, separate island? What the heck is that place? I don't know. All I know is it looks super fun, but I I would not be at all surprised if they said, like, a plague or, like, the world like Ebola yeah like just started there you know yeah. just like crawled out of the water yeah. it, that place looks gross I mean potentially gross but he's having the time of his life yeah I saw a picture of him today with his shirt off <laughs> no shirt <laughs> it was awesome Trevor we love you we miss you I hope you're having a good time don't talk you to are. him like he's gonna listen to this yeah you, you won't even know that this exists absolutely not Welcome, uh, season three, episode seven, I think, yeah. uh, which is just over a baker's dozen, just no. No, over halfway, okay. over halfway a baker's okay. dozen. That's what okay. I meant to say. Your wife right here is laughing her face. She is not impressed no. with my baking math skills. No, no. So what happened this week? Well, March Madness began. Uh, and ended. And, well, for BYU fans, it sure ended quickly. Yeah. Uh, BYU played on Tuesday night in the first four game against Ole Miss. I'm sure we'll talk about that a little bit. Why not? I don't know what else we'd talk about, to be honest with you. We'll also talk about uh, other basketball things. Yeah, okay. Sure. And uh, maybe I haven't asked Jairus anything question what? that I've been saving in my back pocket. OMG. Are we gonna, we're going to bring it back just for a limited engagement. Holy cow. This is a collector edition, huh? So, Jairus, what did you think, man? What did you think about Tuesday night? Man, sucked, huh? That you was pretty tough. Uh, okay, you know what? I'm not, I'm not mad at the team for being who they are. I'm mad that they ever gave us the hope. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not really mad we lost because we lose a lot of tournament games um, without winning a lot. You know, we lose more than we win. Obviously. Yeah. Um, I was just mad that I was sitting in my chair thinking, well, it's not a bad idea to sit Kyle's Collinsworth. If he's feeling a little hurt, maybe we should just sit him because we're rolling. Yeah. And that's what I'm kind of bad about. That I had that feeling. 
I remember having a lot of thoughts and feelings after the game and even the day after. But it's a couple days later, and I've mellowed out considerably, you know? I mean, I guess. Yeah. I'll tell you what bums me out. It just, here's what bums me out. It, it's just such a bummer to fill out a bracket and not have BYU a part of it. Yeah, you know, just like somebody, you know, we kind of talked about the um, NIT the other day. And it was one of these things, somebody said it the best. Both tournaments have, haven't even started, and we're, we're done playing basketball. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I know the first four is officially, you know, whatever. But it really felt like we weren't in the tournament. We weren't there. Well, yeah. I mean, the, the, real, the real tournament started on Thursday. And, and that's when the most exciting part of the tournament happened. There's games happening all over the place. They're overlapping. You know, you switch from one game winner to the other game winner, and upsets are happening all around us. And it's just BYU just wasn't a part of it. Okay, can I read you some text messages? Yes. Okay. 8.24 p.m., Adam Olson. I love Tyler Hawes right now. Ross Mitchell. Haas is pissed at you, Adam. Trevor Wynn. T freaking Haas, baby. Ross Mitchell. Uh, Old Miss just laying bricks. And then Adam does this thing where he does three emoticons or whatever they're called. It's it's an umbrella with the rain coming down. And that one was at 826. 902. (laughs) I write, oh boy. (laughs) Trevor writes, are we going to blow this? No, shut up. No lead is safe when your three st- when your three stop falling. And then um, Adam Olson at nine twenty. We are unraveling. It just went way down from there. You know, it went from this like super high. Everyone's partying to all of a sudden like, hold on, whoa, hold on, wait, whoa, hold on, hold <laughs> yeah. on, whoa, 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 hold on, wait, wait, what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> You know, the rug was pulled out from under us, no doubt. Yeah, we we definitely celebrated a little too early. Yeah. And, and Twitter was even ba- even worse. Because oh, when, I, when I have something to say, I, I turn to Twitter. You know, like that's my, for both good and bad. You know, and when things are, when I'm feeling good, I like to look at Twitter and, and tweet my own things. But then when things are bad, it gets really bad in a hurry, you know. And, and so, um, yeah, I'm anxious to see. So... Jairus, mm-hmm. I downloaded this new app on my mobile phone device okay. called Time Hop. Have, mm. you, have you heard of this? Sounds futuristic. <laughs> it, it's kind of cool, actually. It's like uh, you sign up, you connect all of your accounts like Instagram and Twitter and whatever, and it shows you what you did a year ago, two years ago, oh, three years ago. Oh, this is cool. Yeah, so like it shows me like what I've been tweeting about three years this ago. This is neat. Two years ago, one year ago. Um, and I was like, uh, and I just downloaded it like that Tuesday, like before the game on Tuesday. And so uh, as the game was happening... <laughs> I couldn't help but think, and, and I'm tweeting, and I'm you know texting, uh, and I'm doing. Yeah, no. and I couldn't help but think, oh man, delete that app, man. Next year, <laughs> you just... next year uh, on March 17th, I'm going to open my Time Hop app, and I'm going to see this huge like swing of emotions, like, oh my gosh, we're so awesome. Chase Fisher is the man. Tyler Haas is the man. Kyle Collinsworth is the man. BYU is awesome. Just completely swinging to. 
this is the most depressing day of my life. We yeah. blew this huge lead. I hate BYU. I can't stand this. That was definitely like a, you know, a bipolar moment for us. Like we were yeah. in this up, 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 and and the our family members were sitting back like, oh no, oh no, yeah. how's this night gonna end? Johnny's up, Johnny's up, and then all of a sudden we're throwing glasses across the room, crying. <laughs> the police have to be called. Like that really was this moment here. We should have known, but just like we, you know, you stop taking your BYU well, meds, and all of a sudden you're <laughs> you're just up and down, man. <laughs> we need some BYU meds. Seventeen points. I, I just, yeah. I thought, I thought, surely. Well, even if, I mean. I, I was just thinking all kinds of things at halftime. I was like, well, even if Ole Miss scores, outscores us by 16, we'll yeah, still right. win the game. Which which would be in crazy. Yeah, like, like even, even if they have a plus 15 swing in the second half, we'll still win, you know? 17 points, that's a huge amount of points. And the crazy but thing man. was how, I mean, it was 17 points in like, Four minutes. Yeah, it, it eva- really was. Like, <laughs> it evaporated like that. I mean, it was. Didn't, you know, it's like, oh, they started off hot and we started off cold. And then it was like, all of a sudden you're like, hold on. <laughs> like, wait. I just kept telling my uncle, as long as we're up by five. And we were really like, like, from the time I said that to the time we were down five was like no time at all. Yeah. It, it, it turned real quick. Just Ooh. real quick. And you know what? I'm sad that BYU lost, obviously, but I'll tell you, man, Xavier looked pretty good. Yeah. So we would have gone on to play Xavier. And did you happen to hear the, the coach's post-game remarks after they beat Ole Miss? Mm, our coach? No, Xavier. Why would I hear that? Were you listening? Like what, like on the court, or did you hear yeah, on the Oh No, on the court, yeah. Oh, okay, like, just like that 10 rep- seconds. Yeah, the reporter. Okay. No, I didn't hear that. They said, oh, good thing it wasn't BYU. Well, no. So the reporter's like, how does it feel? You, you know, you're moving on to the next round. And he's like, hey, we weren't even supposed to move on. Everyone in the world picked BYU to beat us. Oh, uh, what a punk. And he's like, you know, so I'm, I'm just like, you know, what does it even, I don't even know what it means to be moving on because every national person picked BYU to beat us. And I was thinking in that moment, man, this guy looks like he was a little insulted. Oh, no doubt. And I, I feel like Xavier would have had a lot of bulletin board material, you know? Like, they were ready to they were ready to chomp into us. Yeah, I bet they were. I bet nobody wanted BYU to win more than, well, us, but, and then Xavier next. Yeah. But, you know, having said I don't want to take anything away from BYU. I think we could have beat Xavier because I think we're a good team and we can beat anyone when we're doing well. Quick side note here. Step away from the podcast. Okay. You reading Lonesome Dove still? Yeah. What is the uh what do they call the name of the uh the cook, the first original cook? Bolivar. What's the second one then? Pocampo. Who's Xavier? Oh, the bartender. What do they call him? Javier? Xavier. Xavier? Is that the same spelled the same way as Xavier? I don't know. I think he pronounced him Javier in my Oh, ours was Xavier. Okay. Anyway, sorry. Coming back to the podcast. Here. We should say that we're listening to Lonesome Dove. We're not actually yeah, reading. Yeah, that's why we don't know how it's spelled. That's why <laughs> we don't know how it's spelled. We are, we are two classy dudes, though. I mean, listening to classic books. Yeah. 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 Anyway, um, yeah, we're, we're super bummed. But, you know, there's always next year um, and the year after that and the year after that, you know. I just, man, I just don't know why I don't get smarter, you know. 
every gosh dang year. It's like the same, you know, same crap every year. You, you know? know, it would be a really cool research project. Um, codependent, abusive relationships and sports fans <laughs> of teams that like never succeed. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because it does seem like the same sort of mentality of like. Oh, it wasn't that bad. Like, why don't we just move on to a different team? You know what I mean? Like, why not? Why, if sports makes you happy and winning makes you happy, why don't you just always choose for the team that's going to bring you that same thing? Like, wouldn't you do that in a perfect world? Wouldn't you do that with, like, your spouse? I mean, yeah. like, you would just keep going to the person who makes you the most happy. That's what the, you know. So you're saying move on. No, I'm just saying, why don't we? That's that's yeah. that's the we're working on a relationship with our team right now. <laughs> yeah, hey, we can change him. <laughs> yeah. He's all he loves me. <laughs> yeah, we can change him. It was my fault. <laughs> it was my fault. <laughs> I shouldn't have said that when he was around his friend. <laughs> anyway, just battered. What else is going on in the tournament? How are you, how are your brackets doing? Are you liking this? <clears throat> Uh, I'm doing pretty well. Um, yesterday was mixed. It was a mixed bag. Uh, I think I I had Iowa State going kind of far, and I had right. Baylor going kind of far. But, you know, when those huge upsets happen, it's like... Everyone's Yeah, messed everyone's up. messed up, so it's no big deal. But yeah. um, You know what's been crazy is how many close games with the favorite pulling through. Yeah. Like, there have been a lot of upset watches where the, the favorite just kind of skims through. Yeah. Um, we just finished the Louisville-UC Irvine game in which Louisville barely won, but UC Irvine boasted a huge, giant beast of a man, seven, yeah. seven foot six. That guy was like a tree. Mamadou Njaye. That is crazy. Yeah. It's fun to watch. He'd just catch it right in the paint, and wherever he was, he'd just reach and dunk the ball. It was like cool. playing on a little play school yeah. thing. I love March Madness. Well, I think everyone does. <laughs> I'm unique in that I love March Madness. It's here. It's so like it's so so cool to be able to like one game is has five minutes left in the game, and it's a close game. So you watch it till completion, and it's like this thrilling five minute like basketball moment. And then right when that game ends, another game is just getting to that five-minute mark. So you flip over to the channel, and that game is like this exciting finish. And you watch that one to completion. And it's, man, it's awesome. Well, it's I love it. It's especially cool, like, now that it's all free online, you can just be jumping back and forth between these, you know, games that are interesting. But I just, I love how frenzied it is. Like, everyone, it, it just seems like... So back to Ole Miss and Xavier, I was reading this graphic that they showed on the TV that was like, after Ole Miss beat BYU in Dayton, they jumped on a plane that night, got to Jacksonville at like four in the morning, and they slept for two hours, and they had a small practice the next day, and then they were on the court on Thursday to play yeah, that's what's nuts. their Xavier. It's like, it's like everyone is just caught in this frenzy. You know, like no one has time to study their opponent. No one, no one watches film, and that's why you kind of get some upsets, you know, a little bit. Like, coaches don't really get to game plan for these other teams. It's just kind of like we're throwing these teams all over the country, and we're just going to see who comes out on top, you know? It's cool. Yeah, it's, I mean, 
it, yeah, I like it. You know, there's some things I, I love it. I mean, I love it. I'll use the word love. The one thing that I kind of hate about it is, is it just seems so different from, like, it is the championship game. And the tournament is so wacky that it kind of sucks that that's, like, you play this long season to get into the tournament, and then it's like, like, the best team doesn't always win. You know what I mean? I don't know how you feel about tournaments. It sometimes bothers me that I feel like the best team doesn't always win. Yeah, I, I think that's what makes it I cool. I mean, it's cool. No, it's cool. I like that. But it's like that you only ever talk about who was awesome in the tournament. Like if Kentucky loses, no one will ever really, maybe people will, but like they won't go down in history as like the best team ever or something like that. One of the best teams ever because they lost, you know, and, and maybe that's the way it should be, but it's kind of weird that you can't even have like one bad game, you know, Yeah. and all of a sudden you're, you know, nobody knows what's up. It's, yeah, that's unique to call it. I mean, I like it. Like I said, I use the word love. It just seems like it's, it's kind of a tough way to, to end a season that was like really awesome. If you just lose, you know, a first game in the tournament or something like that. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, keep on keeping on. Who did you pick to win it all? Well, I have three brackets, but I picked Kentucky and um, Arizona and one. I don't know anything about. I don't know anything about any of these teams. Like I really don't. Like it, there was a time when I was like in college and high school that I really followed college basketball and like kind of had a better feel for who I thought was good and things like that. And I haven't watched a game that's not BYU in a long time. I, that's that's actually another reason why I love March Madness so much is because people think they know things that they don't. Like oh, people yeah. people end up just looking like a bunch of idiots is what what really happens. <laughs> like, like they really need to downplay the bracket thing for these experts because just yeah. like you said, they just end up looking. Like, nobody knows, man. No, they've got this monkey choosing, you know, yeah. at an equal percentage as these people that are experts. Yeah, that that's kind of funny. And that actually brings me to another point about BYU. If we're going back to BYU, um, I feel like if, as BYU fans, we kind of got a taste of that this year because did you? Jarius, did you read any of the any of the articles that were like BYU is a sleeper Sweet Sixteen yeah, pick right. this year? I did. And I I loved them. They're a Cinderella team. They're the team that, like it was topping all of the Cinderella team watch lists and most likely to upset Xavier and Baylor or whatever. And um, I, I got to admit, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I admit this, but at that at the moment that I'm reading oh, those yeah. articles, I was thinking. I feel like I know something that these guys don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's almost like you wish you could call into like a like a hotline and be like, uh, guys, as a BYU fan, I just want to tell you, uh, you're all crazy. Like, Let me tell you why. I know you're getting a taste of BYU for the first time all year right now, and you like what you see. And they beat, they beat Gonzaga. They beat Gonzaga. And really and like, I, yeah. Got y'all ratted up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm just saying, yeah, pump the brakes a little bit. And that's why, and you and I have talked about this. Maybe we've even talked about this on the podcast before. That's why I want to start a career of being a professional gambler. Oh, yeah. Um, 
specializing exclusively in BYU. Just bet against. Just just because I feel like I feel like I've got some insider info. Just <laughs> living as a BYU fan for my whole life, you know, like you know what games they're going to show up, and you know what games that they're going to disappear. Don't you think? I feel like that, yeah. And obviously, there's some exceptions. I'm not saying it's a it's a total 100% lock every time. Like BYU beating Gonzaga, that was an exception, and BYU in football when we beat Texas, that was an exception. I thought, but I think, and and it's not really something you can put on paper either. You just have a feel for it, right? I'll tell you what. This is this is usually how I can tell if the first play. This is basketball. Their big just backs us down and does this dunk and then says some sort of curse word loud enough for the camera to pick it up. I know we're going to lose. <laughs> like, I immediately know we're going to lose. That's the <laughs> that's a key indicator right that's there. That's the key indicator. <laughs> but I'm like, you know, I, I can't really describe it. It's like a big game, uh, national attention, you know, like, we need to come through. You know what I mean? I can't really describe it more than that. Like, for example, I think the Ole Miss game is a perfect example. BYU is favored to win by two points, I think. Uh, it's a tournament game. Um, kind of national headlines are, are leaking all around us. You just know, as a BYU fan, you, you kind of know what's going to happen. And so my whole thing is, if BYU is favored to win a big game, any big game, whether it's versus Utah or whether it's versus a ranked opponent or on the road or in a tournament or whatever, if BYU is ranked to win, you bet on the other team. Mm-hmm. No questions yep, asked. Yep, yep. Yeah. I think that's, that's... If you do that every time, you will make money. I think you are probably right. And here's the thing. Here's why it's a win-win. You, you ask yourself a question. You say, how much would I like to see, how much money would I pay to see BYU win this game? You put that money down. Like, legitimately, like, if BYU is playing Utah in football, I would seriously pay upwards of $500 oh, to see BYU beat Utah. And so if BYU is favored to beat Utah, you take that $500 that you would spend, I would. Okay. And you put it on Utah. That so way, then if they win, if you're BYU still wins, happy. If BYU wins, it's like, oh, awesome, they did it. I paid for it. They did it. You know, they did exactly what I paid for. And if they lose, you get a payday. You know, you got to watch out though. How the odds are set, they could still lose and cover. Well, see, that's why it only really works if when BYU's favored. favored, right? So if if Utah is favored, it's tricky. Yeah. Right. Uh, but if BYU's favorite, as they were in Ole Miss, like if I were a betting man, and maybe I will be someday, yeah, right. Um, I would look at BYU favored by two points over Ole Miss, and I would say, huh, I would pay twenty bucks to see BYU beat Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. I take that twenty, put it in Vegas, put it in the hands of guys that will, uh, you know, guys that will pay me money if I win the bet. And then when they don't win, when they don't win, you I get go get 40. your forty bucks and you go to Chuckarama. <laughs> exactly, it's like, it's like oh shoot, we lost, but I get a nice, I get a nice yeah. meal. Yeah, well, that's you know what, this is not a bad idea. Just saying, forty bucks would make the loss a lot sweeter. At yeah, point. yeah, like if someone said, hey, I'm sorry, BYU lost. Here's forty bucks. Yeah, that'd be cool. That's 
That's something. Yeah, no doubt. I'm I'm in. One of these days, I tell you, man, every year, I, I talk about this all the time, every year. You and I, we talk about this all the time. One of these days. Oh, how much, could, gonna... you, how much could you have made on that Florida State game? Remember that one? The Florida State fans were like, hey, guys, just don't beat us too bad. Here. Hey, we're just here for fun. This is a great place. And like it. Ponder just throws the ball. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. And I just watched my world shatter to the ground. It would have been nice to walk out of there with $500. I'm just spineless. Yeah. I just don't have the guts. Let's do it, though. Let's do Honestly. it. Honestly. Let's do it. Okay. But we won't tell anyone. No, we'll tell everybody. Well. I'll tell everybody. <laughs> <laughs> if we win. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway. Well, what do we got? Hey, uh, I want to ask you some questions. Oh, let's, let's hear. These are reader-submitted questions. You know, we haven't done Ask Jairus anything in a while. Yeah. But I will say people just love it. Mm-hmm. They just mm-hmm. love it, love it, love it, love it. Mm-hmm. And, and even though we're not doing it, they still submit questions mm-hmm. all the time. Um, how many we got on the table? Well, uh, we can do – how many do you want to do? We can do – one? We, what, what, we can do... We have many? Like, how many do we have? Oh, we got a mailbox. I don't know. Let's we, see how you do. Let's see how you do. Okay. Let's see how you do. Um, <laughs> this, <laughs> this is a question submitted by Brian G. Oh, Brian G. Of, of Utah. Is this true? Or are you making stuff up? Well, for all you know, it's true. Okay, that's fine. I'm cool with that. Um, Brian asks, Jairus, mm-hmm. love the show. Oh, cool. In 1995... <laughs> Sorry. It's not even a funny question. In 1995, President Bill Clinton appointed what woman as the first ever female Secretary of State? Oh, yeah. Keep... Keep list, keep recording. Love the show, Brian. Well, first off, Brian, that is an honor. But I'm pretty sure it's Margaret Thatcher. <laughs> it's, it's actually Madeline Albright. Oh, okay. I've heard of her, too. <laughs> I mean, I've heard of her. But is, is Margaret, who is Margaret Thatcher? She was, she was the Prime Minister of England. Oh, jeez. I mean... But you're on the right track. Hey, they all look alike. You're on the right track. All those girls look alike. Can I say that? <laughs> all those... <laughs> all those politically minded girls look alike. All those powerful women. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Yeah, Brian. Um, okay, this question. Are you good for some more? I'm good. I'm ready. Let's roll, man. This question comes in um, from ooh St. Louis. Oh, Missouri. Do you know what they call that? The uh, Gateway State to the West. Yeah, yeah. They got the there. arch. They got the arch. They've got Bushfield. Sure. So Brett Z. I know him from St. Louis, Missouri. Oh, cool. Asks, hmm. uh, well, he. I mean, I doubt that, there's a statement, then a question. Okay. He says, "Jerris, you're doing great. Oh, cool. Um, keep up the good work. Sweet. My question: Did Jack Torrance mm. have The Shining? Oh, absolutely. 
You think he did? I think he did. This is this is an opinion kind of a. This is like an analysis. Yeah, I, I think I think I think Jack had the shining, but maybe a little less self control. You know. Okay. Any? You want to expound on that? You want to support your? Well, I think he was. I mean, you guys all know that I'm from Idaho, and in Idaho we farm. He was fertile soil. You know what I mean? The evil seeds were planted, and harvested. Except for uh, his little boy, um, which... Danny. 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 Mm-hmm. Danny. Uh, <laughs> the little boy kind of uh, put the old kibosh on that, you know? Yeah. Absolutely had the shining, though. Do you think yes? Shine on, man. Yeah, okay. okay. I, can, I can take that. Oh, I love that book. That was such a good book. That was such a good book. We listened to it once again. We're in a book club. <laughs> <laughs> We listen to books. One last one. One last one. One last one. Okay. Give it to me straight. Give it to me honest. Um, Hit me now. Hit me. This question comes from one of our female listeners. Okay. Uh, We have a lot of male listeners. We have a lot of female listeners. Uh, Uh, Yeah. uh, Like, they outnumber our male listeners three to one. Uh, uh, Oh, yeah. Um, This this question comes from um, a female listener. Mm-hmm. Her, uh, her first initial is K, mm. and her last initial is G. She wants to remain somewhat anonymous, although she okay. makes it clear that she's a female. Okay. Um, she has a statement and a question. All right. I'm into this. I mean, this is the stuff I'm into. The statement is, Jairus, love the show. Oh, cool. Thanks. <laughs> Doing a great job. Thanks, OKG. Question is, in the hit movie Independence Day, what actor Mm -hmm. famously said, this is our Independence Day? (laughs) Um, That guy was the president of the United States. Okay, we're not looking for the character. We're looking for the actor. And he was, it was at nighttime. Uh-huh. And he got everyone all jacked up to go get in their planes and uh, You're doing a great job describing the scene. The, uh, aliens. <laughs> yep, yep, you described the scene really well. And and if I remember right, his wife was right there and his I think he had a child. His, his wife was dead at this point. She had died. In the helicopter crash? In in well, she was in the hospital when she died. Ah. Uh. Is that guy not Kiefer Sutherland? Oh. Uh, Kiefer, right? Sutherland? In the horns of The Price is Right. I'm pretty sure I'm right. Bill Pullman. Mm, Bill Pullman. Bill Pullman. Uh, He uh, was the guy on While You Were Sleeping. He was also the guy on... You were thinking of Tom Hanks? No, yeah, he, he was, was... not in that No, movie. he was the guy... Uh, he was also in Sleepless in Seattle. He was the fiancé, remember? I think he's also another president in that one um, where the president is dating. Isn't he also no, the that's, in that one? No, that's the American president, and that's Michael Douglas. Are you sure about all this? I'm absolutely sure. Trevor fact-checked us. What a butthole. <laughs> I'm done. Okay, that's all we have for today. Thanks for listening. You guys are the greatest listeners in the whole world. This, You're the reason why we do this podcast. Uh, Jairus, anything you want to say to wrap things up? 
Uh, go BYU, man. Go Cougs, 2015-2016. Yep, buddy. That's our year. Spring football. Starty online. We got all kinds of ways. On Twitter at Death Star D. On Facebook, that's Facebook.com slash Death Star D. Send us an email, DeathStarD at gmail.com or follow our website, DeathStarD.wordpress.com. Thanks for listening, Tards. Oh, oh, oh. I gotta stick it, won't jump out.